We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up show, Best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, March the 31st, 2021. Today's show South Carolina baseball takes care of business in the midweek once again. The Gamecocks win their sixth straight game as they beat Gardner-Webb 9-4. to Guys, I'll break down the game its entirety. Also, we'll talk TSUS midweek MVP. What's next for Carolina? Also, we move to the hardwood as women's basketball advances to the Final Four. They take care of Texas 62-34, to guys. I'll break down the game. Also, look ahead to Friday's Final Four matchup against Stanford. Also, we do move into some news and notes, guys, with South Carolina's men's basketball program as the Gamecocks are down two more players as Trey Hannibal, Jalen McCurry announced they're hitting the transfer portal. Also, I'll give you guys the latest on what I'm hearing with Frank Martin. We got a ton to get into, guys, here on a Wednesday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention to the companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, you can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. The show's also brought to you by our friends over at my bookie guys march is here the madness has officially begun and it's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the non-stop action with my bookie guys it doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets betting the national championship winner or simply looking for player and game props my bookie has you covered guys you can sign up today at mybookie.ag and when you do use the promo code gamecocks again that's promo code gamecocks to secure a deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars and guys make sure you use my promo codes they know that i hooked you up again that's promo code 
Gamecocks to claim your first deposit bonus. Guys, college ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, my bookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And guys, with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Let's get it. Crazy guys, as soon as you think you found some peace and tranquility and everything is going well in your world and everything seems to be, you know, trending upward, men's basketball just finds a way to ruin your afternoon, ruin your night, ruin your day, and just flat out ruin your mood. I don't know. Maybe we'll try to block that out here on a Wednesday, guys. Hope you're all doing well. Happy Hump Day. I'm Chris Phillips, host of the Spurs Up Show, as always, guys. We've got a lot to get into here on a Wednesday. Like I said, guys, we're talking baseball. We're talking, of course, women's basketball. We're talking men's basketball. Believe it or not, we've got a lot to dive into, guys. First things first, hope you're all doing well. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate the love and support, guys. It's been a great week of content from the podcast, The Daily Crow, uh, the game last night. Of course, we've got the live watch-alongs this weekend, guys. Also, we're dropping a ton of of new merch this week, which I'm really, really excited about. we got some awesome baseball merch lined up, guys, that I think you guys are certain to really, really appreciate and enjoy. I'm so excited to drop this merch. If we haven't dropped it by the time you guys are hearing this, uh, some really, really cool stuff on the way, some really awesome merch on the way that, again, I know you guys are going to appreciate, so stay tuned for that. But, again, let's go ahead. Without further ado, let's dive right into it, guys. Again, we're going to run through this thing because, again, we got a lot to talk about here on a Wednesday, again, happy hump day. Hope you guys are all doing well. And you know who's doing really well right now? Mark Kingston and that Gamecocks baseball squad. Because, again, last night, they won their sixth straight game. You know, it's crazy how this season has gone. You start the season out winning 11 straight. Then you lose six straight. And then you win six straight again. So, I don't know. This is a team of streaks this year. But, again, you win your sixth straight game last night as South Carolina beats Gardner-Webb 9-4. to four. When you break this one down, guys, you know, I'm not going to spend really more time than necessary talking about this one because the game, it's funny, the game went basically exactly how, how I thought it would go. You know, you jumped on them early. Poor Noah Davis, by the way, for the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. Poor Noah Davis. He went a grand total of 0.0 innings pitched, five hits, Four runs, four earned, one hit by a pitch. He faced six batters. He only threw 18 pitches in the game, and he got run off without even recording an out. That guy did not know what he signed up for to, uh, last night. But again, South kind of jumps out of that early lead. You have the big West Clark home run early on. You have Brady Allen going deep. You have George Khalil going deep, by the way, which kudos to George Khalil after all the question marks surrounding him and 
fans questioning his spot in the lineup and, and what he could do for Gamecocks baseball. Him coming out, you know, I thought he played the week, the weekend, the rest of the weekend beautifully on Saturday and Sunday, and then last night as well in the field, at the plate, doing a little bit of everything for the Gamecocks. But overall, you know, a really solid night for you at the yard. Again, you accumulate 13 hits. You score four in the first, one in the third, one in the fourth, one in the fifth, and then two in the seventh. So you continue to chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away. Overall on the mound, Jack Mahoney gives you a really quality start. You saw guys like Jackson Phipps, Parker Coyne, John Gilry, C.J. Wines, and Danny Lloyd all touch the bump. And again, like I told you guys going into this game, that I thought you were going to see a lot of guys that you don't normally see on the weekend get an opportunity. And you certainly saw that late with Noah Myers coming in, Jalen Vasquez, Connor Sino, uh, Brennan Malone got a look, Brandon Fields came in, Michael Robinson. Really just an ideal performance in a midweek game. Now, I mean, there's not much else you could really ask for. I mean, I think South Carolina, you know, certainly could have won this game by a couple more runs. I think they left the bases loaded or left guys on base a couple of times early in the game. But overall, I mean, you win the game 9-4. to You're not going to have any complaints from this side overall. And again, like I told you guys going in, with all due respect to Gardner-Webb, you knew you were the superior ball club. You knew that you matched up very well. You knew you had more talent. It was really all about just coming in and, you know, taking care of your business overall. And I think Sal kind of obviously did that. This was a team that looked locked in, looked focused, looked ready to go. I mean, obviously, you know, out the gate, putting that four spot up in the bottom of the first. And, you know, you continue to build that momentum. Now, of course, with Georgia upcoming this weekend and continuing through SEC play, and, you know, you want to keep the vibes high. You want to keep the vibes. You want to keep yourself feeling good. And, of course, you continue to do that with that big win over Gardner-Webb last night. So, again, the Gamecocks improving to 17-6 and six overall. You get your sixth straight win. And again, like I said, you really just take care of business. It was a very workmanlike performance for South Carolina last night. Um, Brady Allen leading the way with three RBIs. Wes Clark had three RBIs. The, the Reaper of Souls last night. Really big night for the Reaper of Souls. Had six of the nine runs scored. They had six of those RBIs. Yet, how about David Mendham with a little two for three night? He had a ribby as well. Uh, Josiah Seidler. I got to mention Josiah Seidler, by the way. This is a dude that continues to, I mean, he is hitting the baseball hard every single time he steps in the box. Every single time. This dude is crushing the baseball. It's absolutely crazy to watch Josiah Seidler and see what he's doing for Gamecocks baseball right now. And again, in that three hole, he has swung it beautifully for South Carolina. But again, like I said, guys, wrapping it up, not taking too much time on this. Again, ho-hum, workmanlike performance. You beat Gardner-Webb 9-4. to You keep the momentum rolling. And like I said, going in, you get some other guys some looks that maybe normally you wouldn't see on a normal basis, especially in the weekend, both on the bump and at the plate. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys with some good performances. A lot of guys with good performances last night, which, again, is what you expect when you know you're the superior ball club, you know you're the superior team, you go out there, you handle your business, you put on the uniform and do your thing, and that's exactly what South Carolina did last night, guys. Let's take a look at the TSUS Midweek MVP. We're going to hand out an MVP award for the midweek game last night. Again, there's a lot of guys that had really solid performances last night, guys, but I got to hand it to this dude. The way he's swinging the bat and the impact he's having, I think, not just even at the plate. He's also doing it in the field. He's also a leader on this team. 
And my TSUS midweek MVP is none other than Brady Allen. Brady went two or four last night, three RBIs, did have a strikeout. But overall, this dude, for what he's done, even going back to the Florida series and then carrying it over in the midweek, and again, I expect him to have a great weekend in Athens against the Georgia Bulldogs. I feel Brady Allen's deserving of this award. Again, I'm going to hand it to him. So, again, Brady Allen, your TSUS midweek MVP. Again, two for four, a bomb in last night's game, and he had three RBI in that game as well. Brady Allen is just really doing it all for the Gamecocks right now. All right, let's look ahead to what's next for South Carolina baseball, guys. The Gamecocks, like I said, travel on the road. They go to Athens, Georgia at Foley Field to take on the Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, to hell with Georgia. And by the way, quick side note in case you guys missed it, Georgia actually beat Clemson last night by a score of two to nothing. So, Georgia, thank you for doing us that favor. But... uh now we're on bad terms again. We don't like you. To hell with you. To hell with Georgia. So, big SEC series, though. You know, this is one that I feel, you know, certainly over the next two weekends, you got Georgia this weekend on the road, then you got Missouri coming to Columbia next weekend. You know, this is a big opportunity for this team. Sitting right now 4-2 and two in SEC play, you've got a lot of momentum. You've won six in a row. You know, you feel like you're going to be the favorite, if nothing else. Going into these next two series, I think the goal is to, at minimum, come out of these next two series at minimum, at four and two, but it's the SEC. Anybody can be anybody on any given weekend, especially when you've got to go on the road, guys. So, again, big series upcoming this weekend against the Georgia Bulldogs, but, hey, no better way to go into it than winners of six straight. All right, let's move, guys, onto the hardwood and talk Don Staley's squad, folks. Advancing to the Final Four. The Gamecocks are headed back to the Final Four after – completely dismantling the Texas Longhorns. Horns down, baby. This was our revenge for the sweep in Austin. South Carolina beat Texas 62-34, to guys. Texas did not score a point in the final quarter. I mean, there's winning. And there's just being downright disrespectful. And Dawn Staley's team was downright disrespectful last night. And again, guys, this is just a quick reminder yet again of why I told you all all season long. Told you in the preseason. Told you during the season. Wake me up when we get to the Final Four. Just wake me up when we get there. Everybody that was worried about this team and, oh, you didn't win the regular season title and you, you lost this game, you lost that game, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No reason to worry. No reason to fret. No reason to be concerned or anxious. This is Don Staley we're talking about. This is Gamecocks women's basketball we're talking about. Let's look at the stats from last night's game. Zy Cook with 16. Destani Henderson with 12. Aaliyah Boston with 10 points, 8 rebounds. Victoria Saxton with 12. I mean, overall, guys, you just dominated. Listen to this. Listen to these defensive stats. You held Texas to 23% from the field. 20% from three-point range. Meanwhile, you shot 44% from the field and 43% from three-point range. That, my friends, is a recipe for success. You also out-rebounded Texas 46-33. to 33. Like I said, guys, 
no reason to worry when it comes to Dawn Staley, her team, what they're going to do. Now, here's the thing. Like I said, wake me up when we get to the Final Four. I'm awake now because Friday, looking ahead, you have Stanford, the one seed on their side who you will face in the Final Four matchup on Friday with a shot to go to the national championship. Should be a lot of fun. In Dawn Staley, we trust. I have full confidence in this team moving forward to that game. And you got all the confidence in the world again after you beat Texas by damn near 30 points. A Texas team that beat Maryland that a lot of people were picking to beat you. So again, women's basketball, congratulations. Another round of applause. Kudos to you. You know, we're really spoiled, by the way. Let's all just take a second to truly appreciate what Dawn Staley has built, what she's doing with this program. I mean, it really is truly incredible what Dawn Staley's been able to do with this program and, and, you know, giving me, giving someone like me the luxury of saying something like, oh, just wake me up when we get to the Final Four. Because that's a luxury, right? And I'm not necessarily taking it for granted. I'm really not. I say it like half-hearted joking, though, in the sense of like, I'm not worried. Like, of course we're going to win. It's Carolina women's basketball. No kidding we're going to win. So I think this team is focused, determined, and especially has a chip on its shoulder to get the trophy that it was stolen of last year because of COVID. So, again, the Gamecocks with a huge 62-34 to win. Carolina basketball going to take on Stanford. Friday in the Final Four matchup, time TBD, but as of right now, at least when I'm recording this, but uh, that should be a really, really good one. And again, a trip to the national championship game on the line when those two teams play on Friday. All right, let's move into a couple news and notes, guys. And again, this is the negative part of the show. So if you want to tune out, if if you want to turn the show off and just keep it positive vibes, keep it. Keep it high vibes here on a Wednesday. You're more than welcome to do that. But, of course, we got to talk about men's basketball because there was, there was, by the way, there was so much news and content that dropped on Tuesday. It was insane. We damn near had 20 posts on Instagram Tuesday, which is, like, crazy, a crazy amount. But a lot happening on the men's side of things with both Trey Hannibal and Jalen McCreary announcing they will be entering the transfer portal. And, and, you know, guys, first off, of course, it sucks. I mean, you know, Trey Hannibal, a guy that I feel like you fought so hard to get to stay home and stay in state and and come to South Carolina and be a big-time ball player for you. And we felt like, you know, when he got in the games, you could, you could see the potential and you could just, you know, you could sort of see it there. We, we, I felt like Trey Hannibal was scratching the surface of the type of player he could be. And for whatever reason, it just never worked out. Jalen McCurry, same way. A guy that I felt like really grew even this past season was a player that I thought played some really solid minutes for you. And who knows why he made the decision. You know, both of them. I mean, you know, maybe it has something to do with You know, not everybody likes to be called a fucking asshole mid-game by their head coach. I don't know. Again, I'm still not a fire Frank Martin guy. (laughs) But 
I'm not at a loss for words, guys, because this, let's just call it for what it is, okay? This men's basketball program is a freaking train wreck. It is a literal dumpster fire. And this is why I've said over and over again, if you're Frank Martin, why do you come back? You know, I said that on social media yesterday, and I had some people responding with, oh, there's millions of reasons you come back. Oh, the money. The, like, dude, you think Frank Martin needs the money? After all this time in coaching, you think he needs the money? Think of the situation that Frank Martin is returning to. It's basically common knowledge at this point that your administration didn't want you to come back. So you're not wanted. There's that. You're losing players left and right. Basically, you're all but certainly losing Trey Hannibal, Jalen McCreary, Keyshawn Bryant, and A.J. Lawson. I've also heard Justin Maniah might be gone. So there's negative a zillion chance you're better next year. Okay? So your team's not going to be very good. And to top it all off, getting into what I'm hearing on the Frank Martin rumor mill front, what's most likely the the scenario is he's going to be coming back. Oh, yeah, he's going to get his two-year extension, the one he's been fighting for and probably bitching and moaning about. Yeah, he's going to get his two-year extension. But South Carolina is going to basically all but eliminate the buyout. So South Carolina is still winning in the end in the sense that they're going to bring him back on what's basically a one-year contract. Okay, show us real progress. Meet the expectations. And what do y'all think the expectations are? To go 500? To make the NIT? No, no. The expectations are going to be to make the NCAA tournament. Which, those expectations are extremely unrealistic for this program that Frank Martin has built. So if you're Frank Martin, how do you not realize you're a dead man walking? Why would you come back to that? Honestly, why would you come? And I'm not saying that in a sense of, in a way of, I don't want him to come back. Like, no, I'm, I'm still not on the fire Frank Martin train, guys. I'm still not on board with that. You know, if Frank Martin wants to come back and, and have his shot at redemption, so be it. So be it. And like I've said to you guys before, I really just don't have the energy to be on the fire Frank Martin train. But I will say this, while I'm not leading the charge saying fire Frank Martin, is it? Is it too much to ask to just want to have a basketball program that I'm not, like, embarrassed to claim? Because, you know, we talked about during football season that, oh, apathy has set in. You know, I said that a couple times. Apathy has set in. Guys, apathy has truly set in with Carolina men's basketball. I mean, I've got people literally reaching out to me saying, Chris, you know what you should do next season? Don't even cover men's basketball. Just cover the women. Just cover the women. Don't even acknowledge the men's team. And as crazy as that sounds, I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? Honestly, at this point, I don't think the engagement numbers or the down, like the numbers for me on my end, I don't think they'd be that much worse, if worse at all. Because, hell, at least women's basketball is winning. Everybody wants to hear about a winner. 
it's it's just a complete train wreck. And again, I don't know what South Carolina is waiting on in regards to announcing Martin's future. I mean, it's been weeks, guys. It's been weeks. It's been weeks. And again, I just mentioned it, but I'll tell you guys just what I'm hearing on the Frank Martin front. So again, take it with a grain of salt. You know, who knows? Sources, quote unquote, right? They're all rumors, but, you know, just off what I'm hearing, I'm hearing that South Carolina is going to bring Frank Martin back. They are going to give him the two-year extension that he wanted and probably needs the return. I mean, you can't recruit a kid, which, hell, I don't know how South Carolina is going to recruit anybody right now. But you can't recruit a kid under a two-year contract. you got to have a four-year contract. You have to at least be able to lie to the kid and say, I'm going to be here for your entire career. Um, and I hate to put it that way, but that's just the honest truth. So you got to have that security, if you will. But what I'm hearing is they're going to give him his two-year extension, and they're all but going to eliminate that $6 million buyout to like a million or 500000 basically make it non-existent. So. USC is just going to do exactly what it wanted to do to begin with, which is put Frank Martin in a corner into basically a one-year contract, making next season make or break for him. That's where you're at. You're bringing back a coach that you don't want to bring back and that, again, it's pretty much common knowledge that nobody else wants either. Because you gave Frank Martin the opportunity to find another job. And from what I've heard, he got turned down by multiple schools. And if he's, you know, again, I'm not firing Frank Martin, but if he's that good of a coach, if we're that lucky to have him, how can he not find another job? How, how is that even possible? So the entire thing is just a mess. The, the entire thing is a mess. It's exhausting to talk about, but again, I'm not going to ignore it and act like it's not out there when news drops, but it's just exhausting, flat out exhausting. Like you thought football was in a rough spot. Hey, some of y'all thought baseball was in a rough spot after they lost the series to Texas and Vandy. I mean, basketball, basketball takes the cake, man. Basketball is just, it's a nightmare. It's a train wreck. I mean, every negative adjective you can think of. That's where basketball is. So, I, I, I don't know. You got to something's got to come out on Frank Martin at some point. It has to. They have to realize that. You can't just keep sitting here on your hands and and letting shit crumble. You know what I mean? You can't do it because if it does continue to do so, then why bring Frank back? Why, why bring him back to this situation? And again, like I said, I don't know why Frank would want to come back because you know what? I get he's a competitive guy and he doesn't want to quit, quote unquote. And, you know, he's stubborn to a degree. But at some point, it ain't about I don't want to be a quitter. At some point, you just got to know when to fold him. Know when to hold him, but know when to fold him, Frank. And it's time for you to fold him, man. It's time. You're coming back to a no-win situation. You're a dead man walking. Why would you return to that? Why? I don't know. Again, program's a mess. Program's a dumpster fire. Thank God we have women's basketball and baseball right now to distract us from it. 
and I'm excited to continue to talk about those seasons and hopefully completely <laughs> put men's basketball in the rearview mirror here soon. Very soon. But again, guys, that's going to do it all for me. I truly appreciate you guys tuning in, guys. Again, happy Wednesday. Hey, it's. I feel like there's been a lot of positive days in a row with baseball doing their thing, women's basketball doing their thing. Feels good. Feels good to win, right? Winning is fun. As I say over and over again, winning is fun. The fun is in the winning, and there is a lot of winning going on right now which brings a smile to all of our faces. That is for sure. But again, guys, thank you so much for the love and support. Like I said, stay tuned. Keep an eye out for the new merch that will be dropping on TSUS.store. We've got some fire baseball pieces coming this week. Like I said, guys, absolute fuego baseball pieces that are coming this week. But again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.